consumers to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I am Catherine, co-host and bestie. Welcome to the Pod Lab, Catherine. We're back for episode number 161. Mm-hmm. 161. All right. Today, friends, we're talking about boundaries. It's a doozy. Isn't that exciting? Actually, I have a confession. You're not excited? Well, while <laughs> you were praying just now yes. about um, boundaries yes, and something that you said triggered me and I had a rush of panic oh, no. go right through me. Yeah. Um, what was it? What triggered you? It was when um, you were praying about it being helpful to others and perhaps helpful to both of us and just a rush of panic went right through me and um because I I have you know issue well I struggle with boundaries yeah so now it's come to realization that it's funny it took me two days to get through this book and to you know put it all together to present it to our listeners and all it just the whole culmination of it all and then when you were praying just like I don't know just a rush of panic went through me like I don't know if I can and we can do it this. and uh, friends you need to know if you're just tuning in for the first time you need to know that before every episode Catherine and I pray mm-hmm. and we usually ask the Lord to help us focus to help us be funny to help us be in in, informative, entertaining, engaging, all the things. Help us with the technology. Oh, yeah. We've prayed <laughs> over that in Jesus' name many times. <laughs> yeah. And we sincerely want outcomes. Right. We try to the best of our ability to give you nuggets of information that you can use in your daily life. Sometimes we realize we know we're not experts. We don't know what really we're just trying to put one foot in front of the other. And sometimes you just tune in. And it's just entertaining or, you know, just stuff to listen to while you're doing other things. Yeah, and I think that's where the panic kind of came from is that we're not experts. And we try to do all this research and I I don't want to say cram it in, but we do have time limits. Right. We have boundaries. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that. And I don't want to come off as like a fraud and kind of, you know, go over this stuff when I'm struggling with it myself. You I know? think that's the best type of podcast to have is one that's genuine. We're yeah. just two best friends who are trying to figure it out. Yeah, Rick Selk. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> if he listens. Our, our, his wife, Becky. Our preaching, uh, our preacher last Sunday, he's our interim preaching pastor or preaching guy, whatever, Rick. He's a, he's a personal friend of ours as well. And he preached from the pulpit and he said, I'm not a fan of best friends. Yeah, and besties. Ka- yeah, and Catherine and I were sitting next to each other. We just looked at each other like, well, too bad for him. <laughs> he doesn't have a bestie. And I was like, he's supposed to speak truth. Well, I guess that is his truth. Anyway. Well, uh, to his defense, he was saying, because then what does it make the next person? They're yeah. not the best, right. but we know better. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. So all that to say, we're just <sighs> two best friends who are trying to figure out life along with you. And mm-hmm. we've created this podcast because we want to share from our heart. So I don't think they expect us to be experts, you know. And I know that to be truth yeah i know that this is what some certain subjects do yeah they just create like this anxiety or whatever well it probably means we're gonna touch some nerves and 
we're just going to put it out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Real quick before we jump in to uh, the Boundary episode, I do want to mention our sponsors. We have many sponsors of the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. And if you would like to join them and cross over from humor consumer to humor contributor, you are welcome to do so. (laughs) Very welcome to do so. Yes. And if you would like to do that, the way in which you do that is you just go to the show notes from the podcast and click on, you know, the little link there. Or go to my website, tracydegraff.com or comedythatsaves.com. That'll take you there as well. Or just go to Patreon, Patreon. and put on put in Life Happens Laugh Anyway. Our supporters um, give us $5 a month, and we give them our gratitude. <laughs> Big fan. Because we're Thank so you. thankful. And also... I was supposed, well, not supposed to. I had suggested that yes. we send out Christmas cards yes, to everybody. You did. I know. I was all set to do it. You had pointed out that it's not on you at all, but that we didn't have everyone's address. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Forget <laughs> it. <laughs> and, then, and then really just the weeks or the days, the hours went by, the days went by, and the weeks went by. And I was like, oh, it's New Year's. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to everybody. <laughs> It is. We're looking down at February's coming up, so it'll be Valentine's Day pretty soon. Sorry, yeah. All right, Catherine, let's jump in to boundaries. We're talking about boundaries and the takeaways that we're going to give our audience, uh, you know, and this may become two parts, just a little heads up. It depends on time because Catherine has to leave at a certain time. She has a caregiver for her mom. As many of you listeners know, her mom has Alzheimer's and Catherine is just trying to do life around that as well. So she has to leave at a certain time. But today you're going to hear some excerpts from the book called Boundaries, you know, and the experts that really do know what they're talking about, (laughs) Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. I mean, these people are getting the big bucks because they've gone to school and studied the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And they're like known as the boundary guys in the Christian world. They are. So the name of the book is Boundaries, and then the subtitle is When to Say Yes, When to Say No, to Take Control of Your Life. How's that sound? Sounds delightful. Okay, we're uh, we're going to talk about what boundaries are, a biblical view of boundaries, myths about boundaries, how to develop healthy boundaries, and we're also going to give you some encouragement. So now you can see why it's probably going to be a two-parter. Oh, absolutely. And I'm kind of laughing to myself because I wrote out everything that uh, Henry Cloud and and John Townsend said about what the book is going to provide for them. And as I was kind of condensing this, because I had to set boundaries for myself for this, right? And so (laughs) the list, I was like, yeah, mm, we're not going to go over that. We're not going to go over that. And we're (laughs) not going to go over that Um, because it was too much to cover, too much in depth. Yeah. So... And obviously, this is a big topic. Yeah. It's like an ocean, you know, yeah. so we're about to dive in. Uh, stay tuned all the way to the end, because we always get to a little scripture to encourage you, and we have a call to action. So tell me, Catherine, what are some excerpts from the book Boundaries that you have there? Yeah. Well, I, I want to start out by saying that this is going to help us see the deeply biblical nature of the boundaries as they operate in the character of God and in our universe, and through people. Okay. Okay. And so we'll just begin with how they begin, which is... At the beginning? At the beginning. <laughs> Genesis. Mm-hmm. God made Actually, blah, yes. blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, now that you say that, God did make us... He told us to... It's about ownership. 
Okay. And he told us to be, you know, uh, fill the earth and subdue it and take control of what I give you. Right? Yeah. So um, that's our task. We're created for that. We're, we're created to be responsible. And part of being responsible is being responsible for yourself. Yeah. And so we're going to get into where I struggle with, and I'll have to get to that when I get to it, because I don't want to be flipping around in these pages too much. But basically, it's where like the Christian thought or the Christian good thing to do is to help others, Mm -hmm. right? But then we also we have to set limits and things like that. So and I'm getting ahead of myself. So they start out by saying, by explaining boundaries by what they're not. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to go over the things I've highlighted because there was so much to go over that okay. I, that's how that's the way we got to do it. We want to do the right thing and we want to avoid conflict, right? But we end up taking on problems that God never intended for us to take on when when we don't set boundaries. This can be the result. If we have confusion of responsibility and ownership in our lives, then we're going to have a problem with boundaries. And many of us have that issue. He points out that many sincere, dedicated believers struggle with tremendous confusion. What is biblically appropriate to set limits? When confronted with their lack of boundaries, Mm -hmm. um, some good questions are raised. And I'm going to go over those questions. Like, can I set limits and still be a loving person? What are legitimate boundaries? What if someone is upset or hurt by my boundaries? Um, yeah, you know, like I, I really struggle with that. Well, the things that come to my mind when you say those things are one thing is a doormat. You know, like sometimes people can take advantage mm-hmm. of others and then they become like a doormat mm-hmm. if you have no limits. And then the other thing is a people pleaser. If you're a people pleaser and you just don't want to tell anybody no, well, you could lose yourself totally. Yeah. And the problem is really yours. Right. It isn't them. Right. They, they may have, they have their own boundary issues, but the problem lies within yourself and you've got to fix it. Wait, say say that again. The problem is whose? Problem is one's own self. Yeah. It's not the person who may be so-called causing it because that's you know that's who they are for someone else you have your own responsibility I'll get to it but like so some of us get confused about we have a responsibility to others but not a responsibility for others right I've heard that before but reading this in the book over the past couple days I was like oh yeah well explain that Dr. Townsend and Dr. (laughs) Uh, Cloud. You know that's one of the things that was really a huge eye-opener for me and I did not look at the boundaries book by Townsend and Cloud. Mm -hmm. I mean it's an old book. I've read it it. I read it many years ago and it helped me Mm -hmm. many years ago. Mm -hmm. I've also been in counseling various times throughout my 58 years of life and and a counselor actually helped me big time when I was so overwhelmed with raising five kids and laundry was like killing me, mm-hmm. you know? And the counselor, basically I paid her money for for me to figure out that my problem was me. Yeah. <laughs> I paid her money yeah. for me to figure out that my problem was me. Yeah. And I went home after that counseling session and I just declared to all of my family, my five boys and my husband, from now on, mm-hmm. if you can reach the laundry machine, <laughs> you can do your own laundry. 
And then I only did my laundry and the baby's laundry. That was it. Yeah. And it really helped me. And I didn't care if they didn't have clean laundry. See, that's, I think, the, the difference, too, is that you're you're a quick learner. And when you pay people for advice. <laughs> I take it. Yes. You take it. And yes, I, 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 I feel that you're able to tell yourself, these people are wise. These I've paid these people for help. I'm going to. I'm going to obey that. Right. They're like a consultant, yeah. a counselor, a consultant, whatever. I struggle with, maybe it's pride, but I struggle with, yeah, well, they don't know. They don't know my situation or they, even though I know that they do, you know, like I struggle with, there's an exception to everything. I sometimes tell myself. Yeah. So then I weigh, you know, I teeter on this, yes, that's wise, but this or but yeah. that but to the point that you made before I told the laundry story you said if you have a boundary problem it's your problem mm-hmm. it's not the person who's trying to cross that boundary mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and my perception was it's their problem they're the ones that are not helping but guess what I was doing their laundry why would someone do their own laundry if they have oh, a living, breathing maid right. named mom? It's true. Who's doing it? And all I needed to do was set the boundary and explain, I'm overwhelmed. This is what's happening. So if you can, you know, get your thumbs going on those video games all day long, guess mm-hmm. what? You can press these buttons. Here's yep. how you use the machine and here's how you do it. So it's it's very important for us, especially as women. We're nurturers, we're fixers, we're helpers, we're all the stuff. Mm-hmm. We, you know, when you're in the mom mode, mm-hmm. wife, mom mode, whatever. Most of us, most of those who struggle with boundary or setting boundaries, or even those who um, encroach on other people's boundaries, it all stems from issues from childhood. So, oh, like, so like for me, of course it does. Of course it does. So. When I set boundaries, like say I said, no, I'm not doing your laundry anymore. Yeah. I feel um, it's difficult for me to do that, let's say, because I was cut off at a certain point when, and this is, this is actually true, mm-hmm. where my mom said, I'm done. But she said it not in a, I don't want to bash her, but Oh, she's just trying to be a mom, too. She's frustrated. She was frustrated, and so she set those boundaries. She set them when she was angry and fed up, and she said, I'm not doing your laundry anymore. Well, I resented that. Yeah. You know, so, and I remember when she did that, and it was, um, so then I was doing it begrudgingly, so then guess what? Then I had a hard time setting that uh, boundary for my kids but right. luckily mine were like mom I don't want you to do my laundry anymore <laughs> they didn't they like didn't, you doing they it they didn't like me doing it so I was off the hook on that one yeah <laughs> yeah okay anyway so we'll go back to these questions okay and we stopped at um what if I hurt what if someone is upset or hurt by my boundaries how do I answer someone who wants my time love energy and money why do I feel guilty or afraid when I consider setting boundaries? Mm. How do boundaries relate to submission? Aren't boundaries selfish? These are legit questions. And I know a lot of people who struggle with these exact same things. So, and then it's a, it's addressed um, by medical, clinical, um, psychological symptoms, such as de- depression. When I say addressed, I mean, these are the the results, depression, mm-hmm. anxiety disorders, 
eating disorders, addictions, impulsive disorders, guilt problems, shame issues, panic disorders, and marital and relational struggle, struggles. They all find their root in conflicts with boundaries. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I'm, t- I'm exhausted already. You know, when you were saying that about the different questions, the first thing that popped into my head is no is a complete sentence. Yeah, it is. And we learn that at an early age, and yet we struggle with it, don't we? Well, we learn it when we're saying no to somebody else wanting us to do something, usually, like a toddler, you know. Right. You tell a toddler, put put away your toys, and toddler may say no, you know, because they want to <laughs> keep playing with the toys. Yeah. But when, when our identity is wrapped up in service or doing or serving or whatever Mm -hmm. and people say can you do xyz well even if xyz isn't really attainable or sustainable yet sometimes we say yes because we can't say no or we feel like no is not a sufficient answer or we have to say no because but we really don't have to we can't we have the choice to say no and just leave it there we do have the choice and if we, if anyone is struggling with that, there are tools, and, Ooh, and that's yes. what this this whole book is about. Is so it, it not only is going to you know tell you how you can overcome these things, but it's going to go into why you even have this issue, and it's going to identify all the different types of um, people and relationships in your life, and um, it'll it'll I I cannot or we cannot go over all of them, but um, we'll touch on some of them and how we interact and how we respond to these things. So when I was saying earlier that a lot of Christians get confused on two and four. So for example, we're responsible to others, as I was saying, and for ourselves. Carry each other's burdens, says Galatians 6.2, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. This verse shows our responsibility to to one another. But then, you know, sometimes the burdens are too big and we just are not equipped to carry that load. And we can't do it. They can't do it. And Christ carried our load, right? Yeah. That's what he did that we couldn't do for ourselves he saved us and that's that that's like being responsible to someone else but on the other hand verse 5 of that same verse uh, says each one should carry his own load everyone has responsibility that's the scripture Mm -hmm. everyone has responsibilities that only he or she can carry in other words have our own responsibilities our own god-given responsibilities and we need to take ownership of it and not project it onto someone else not expect someone else to do it for us um, but take responsibility yeah so i don't know if that was clear or not sometimes those kind of things are clear as mud i mean sometimes (laughs) because as you said earlier every situation has unique properties Mm-hmm. You know, there's a unique circumstance. There's this, there's that, or there's this thing going on. And so obviously we have then the opportunity to go to the Lord in prayer, to ask mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit to guide, to help, and all of that. But there's also times when we're just, we don't have the capacity to help. Right. Or oh, to do. Right. Or whatever. But we think we do. Well, we'd like to, wouldn't we? Yeah. But we are limited. 
God right. limited us. You know, when you think about Genesis and you think about when God created, right? So he told the sun, you go over there. He told the boundary of the water of the sea, you stop yes, here. Exactly. He put the moon over there. He gave us a 24-hour day. Yeah. He gave us a 365-day week right. or um, year. Mm-hmm. You know, so he gave us limits. Exactly. And God himself has limits and boundaries. There's God the Father. He has his job. And there's Jesus the Son, and he has his specific job. Everything goes through him to, to you know, go yeah. to the Father. And the Holy Spirit has his job. Even our God within himself, the three persons in one, has limits. Uh, they're limitless. Let's call them, limitless. Let's call them, like, assignments. Like, they have their roles. They yes. have their assignments. They're they obviously, assignments. they're unlimited. Yeah, they're unlimited, but, they, but God himself set those boundaries. Right. And that's also, that's explained somewhere in the book, too. And boundaries and, are good. They, they are, yeah. Okay, be- like the fact that we can't stay up all night, every <laughs> night for, for a week mm-hmm. is good. Why? Because our bodies need rest. Yeah. Our brains need rest. Right. Our organs have to slow down and our breathing slows down and our whole body needs rest. And we can't function without it right it's the way we were created Mm -hmm. we were created for limit or with limits and so that's just the way it is people (laughs) and you know the other thing is i just thought of matthew uh, 18 28 and 29 matthew Mm -hmm. 18 28 and 29 come to me Mm -hmm. all you who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me Right. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest mm-hmm. for your souls. So if I, Catherine, as your best friend, if I say to you, Catherine, I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to do everything for you. I'm going to this or that. And I exhaust myself, right? Mm-hmm. I'm doing that for you at my expense. And maybe you're not going to the Lord. You mm-hmm. know, I could be actually hurting. Anyway, what I'm getting at is I, I do believe that God created boundaries for our good, for our safety, for our sake. Oh, absolutely. For safety and, and protection. Yeah. To lead us to him, mm-hmm. to go to him with our issues and problems and such. Yeah. I don't know why, but I'm kind of reminded too of uh, one of the events that we went to in Tennessee where you were speaking at it and there was another two speakers. They were a duo, these two women, and they talked about multitasking and how many women are proud of the fact that they can multitask, but they were kind of poo-pooing it and say, saying, no, because how can you be good, really good at one thing if you're doing so many different things? And it's kind of like boundaries. Yeah. Okay, so back to explaining, you know, what it's not and, and what it is. Boundaries, we can let the good in and the bad out. Boundaries help us to distinguish our so-called property so that we can take care of it. They help us to guard our heart and they help us um, to kind of nurture and have in, you know things within our own fences around our so-called property and yard. And they help us, like I said, keep the good in and the bad out. Oh, but in short, boundaries are not walls. The, the Bible does not say that we are to be walled off. In fact, we're created to be within, you know, community and in relationships um, and not walls. So there's there's a difference. Have your fence, but have the gate 
so yeah. that you can open and close it. Also, the, the concept of boundaries comes from the very nature of God. And I think this is where I got where the tr- within the Trinity mm-hmm. and they have their own boundaries and personhood and responsibilities. Again, I'm just going to reiterate that we are all given personal responsibility within limits and it, it's for our good. Some boundary examples are our words. Basic boundary setting word is no, like we like you just pointed out earlier. And then this points out too, people with poor boundaries struggle with saying no. This is me. <laughs> I'm just going to say with saying no to whatever it might be. In this case, it says to control, pressure, demands, sometimes the real needs of others. They feel that if they say no to someone, they will endanger their relationship with that person. So they passively comply, but inwardly resent. Sometimes a person is pressuring you to do something. Other times the pressure comes from your own sense of what you think you, sh- you should do. I, I think that's where I mostly fall in. Like, I feel like I should do this or I should do that. Yeah. And it's, it's difficult for people to know where you stand when you do not use your words to define your property. You know what so. somebody said to me a long time ago in mm-hmm. church? Before you say yes to, like, serving in a certain area or something, always answer with, I will pray about it mm. or let me pray about it. Before you say yes. Yeah. And, you know, I've heard that too, of course, many times. But, yeah, it's just weird when it's just ingrained in you to try to help do, yeah, yeah, all that you can do or whatever. Or I think in my case, too, like I'm trying to make up for lost time. So. um, You mean like with the church? Yeah. I well, that only just now came to me, so I'm not sure how to explain it because it just hit me just now. But I think I, in my view, I became a Christian later in life. So mm-hmm. I wanted, so when I first became a Christian, which is decades ago now, you know, more than two decades ago, um, just wanted to bathe myself in serving, you know, and yeah. do all that I could do, make up for lost time. and um, But I think that happens to a lot of new Yeah, you're a sponge, you want to absorb everything, and you're first getting the taste of Christian fellowship and your faith family, Mm -hmm. and it feels great because they're there for you, you're there for them. And you don't know about boundaries. Yeah. You don't know that, I mean, you hear about it, you hear about people burning out and that 80-20% thing, you know, in the church and all that, but... Meaning that uh, 20% of the people do 80% of the work, right. that type of thing. And that's probably true of many organizations in a workplace yeah, or a yeah, family not just or church. church, whatever. Yeah. 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 Sometimes so, you need to have a good best friend who will say no for you. <laughs> like I did for you. You Multiple did. times. Yeah. 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 That's true. Somebody was hounding Catherine to do something at the church. Was it children's ministry or nursery? Something. Uh, I don't know. And whatever it was, I just went to the person. I said, no, she's not available. (laughs) She struggles. She can't say no. We actually call Catherine can't say no, Catherine. That's true. (laughs) We do. That's true. You were going to ask me. You still want to ask me? Did did I find this helpful? Yes, I do want to ask you. So before we started recording, I said to Catherine, I'm going to ask you this on the air. Mm -hmm. So based on the research that you've done Mm -hmm. for this episode, what practical takeaways are you going to implement in your life? 
something practical oh, that you've learned. That's, okay, so I'm not prepared for that. You asked me, did I find the book helpful? Well, and I was ready I, to say yes or no, basically. Well, so, that is what I'm asking. Yeah. But, I'm, I, but I want to flesh it out mm-hmm. for the audience and for myself, too, and for you mm-hmm. so that we can actually have some change, you know, that's yeah. something good. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really did see myself in a lot of these situations, and I had a good insight, like with childhood things you know and we'll get into that too and I can identify uh where the problem areas are and I have the knowledge of the tools and I have the knowledge of the psyche behind this and that I still struggle with using those tools and making the exception for myself so so it sounds That's, like what you're saying is that you did learn that there are tools that are available to you, mm-hmm. but you just are struggling still with the permission from yourself to use those tools and to actually have an outcome that sets a clear boundary. I think so, but this is still super fresh. Yeah. I literally, so all the, the whole day today, I was at the library, you know, reading this. So I haven't had time to really into practice put it into practice you know and well, I don't ha- start with me don't start <laughs> saying no to me <laughs> say no to other people so you can say yes to me <laughs> right oh, Catherine you want to do a video uh, podcast no yes <laughs> yes I do I have limits <laughs> how are we gonna edit that no, we're not we'll do it live yeah yeah that's, that's what I want to do I like the live thing because there's no editing <sighs> and then you're just there you know, I hate that. <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it for me. <laughs> you know you want to be a pleaser. Ugh, Please me. Is, oh my god, <laughs> so true. Okay, um, moving on. Yes. What are some boundaries? Okay, words, truth. Knowing the truth about God and His property puts limits on you and shows you His boundaries. When He says you will reap what you sow. For example, you um, either define yourself in relation to that reality or continue to get injured if you try to go against it. I love that. So if you try... Say it again. Okay. When he says you will reap what you sow. When God says that. When God says... When God says you're going to reap what you sow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You either define yourself in relation to that reality you continue to get injured if you try to go against it. So in other words, it's a warning. Whatever you, you know, whatever you sow and whatever you reap and, and you're going to feel the consequences of that. Yeah. So he's, he's saying I, there's boundaries here. Should we talk so, about McDonald's, Catherine? <laughs> <laughs> Should we? Because that's what popped into my head. If we're going to talk about McDonald's, we're going to talk about those pretzels. Let's do it. Okay. Let's, let's do, do it. it. True. <laughs> True confessions. True confessions. Okay. okay. I waited all day mm. to eat. All day. Mm. I waited. I just, I don't always, I can't always eat early in the morning. Yeah. And I left the house at, I don't know, sometime after nine, after Joan came. Okay. To care for mom. And my plan was to spend, limit myself to two hours at the library to work on this. Mm-hmm. Two hours went by. I'm like, I can't stop here. Uh-huh. I, this is going to be incomplete. I've got to finish this. 
So I, anyway, I was running out of time. I was starving and I wasn't going to go home to eat because then my mom would see me and, you know, that would be all over. So I was like, what's... Wait, wait, wait. And you didn't want to ask me if I had food here. Oh, right. But, and I do have pretty good nutritious food. Well, here's the thing, Tracy. I didn't want to come unprepared to your house. I wanted to not have to say, oh, can you feed me? You know, because you were just coming from church, from work. So I knew at, you know, I didn't want to inconvenience you. And so So, there was McDonald's, the golden arches. uh, Excuse me, too. I didn't have to get out of the car. (laughs) And we don't have many choices here in Piatone where you don't have to get out of your car. True. I did go get gas, too. And I'm like, oh, I could have a piece of pizza from Casey's. And then I was like, no. I don't want to get out of my car again because I had to get out to get the pump. Yeah. And I had to go to two pumps. The first pump was not cooperating. I was like, dang it. So I had to go to another one. And I'm like, I'm anyway. So I went to McDonald's and I had a quarter pounder deluxe (laughs) with fries. But I only had water. I, I didn't get pops. So anyway, I stuffed myself very quickly, too. And I felt sick. I still feel sort of sick. Yeah. I was what? over an hour ago yeah yeah let's talk about you okay let's talk about me (laughs) so Catherine comes in my house and I had made a pot of coffee because I was like oh we'll have coffee while we're recording the podcast and and she looks like she's gonna barf I know I felt like it I'm like what's wrong so she told me her McDonald's story and I said okay no coffee huh she's like no and so then I said true confession last night I volunteered to help out at the concession stand at the high school basketball game. Mm -hmm. I'm there representing our church with my church t-shirt on with two other of our church friends. And they were serving up those big, soft, doughy pretzels that are hot. (laughs) And notice her adjective, soft, (laughs) doughy, right there. And big. And big. And they're fresh, you know, like you put them in the microwave and then you put that cinnamon sugar on them or you put the salt on them. Yes. All right. Well, I resisted those things for three hours from 5.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Those things were sailing out that concession window. Oh, yeah. Right. And our friend Nancy was making them in the back. So so Nancy's making them. Nancy's fault. (laughs) Yeah. And she's this big, like a little little pinky finger. She knows how to set boundaries. She does. Just look at her. She eats sprouts. (laughs) She grows her own greens and eats them. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> no, I'm not criticizing. I'm just no, saying. No, I know. Like, she's nutritious. I know. Anyway, so anyway, the the uh, pretzels are going out, and we're, we're going through them, you know, and I, I can smell them. I can almost taste them. But I'm like, no, I'm making a good choice. I have a boundary. I'm, I'm making a good choice. End of the night, there's leftover pretzels. Of well, course I are. bought two, one for Ron mm-hmm. and one for Adam, mm-hmm. one cinnamon. And one salt with the cheese. Oh, sure. And I get home and I'm going to give them to them, you oh. know. And I thought, well, maybe I'll ask for like a bite of each, you know. <laughs> one sweet, one salty. <laughs> Adam and Rod were in bed, Catherine. Yes. Yeah. They were in bed. Uh, so what to do? <laughs> what to do? <laughs> I had to. I had to. I was alone. It was dark. <laughs> I had to have McDonald's. <laughs> well, I can come to your house unprepared. Right. And hungry. And, and, yeah, empty stomach. Yeah. So I started well, nibbling on the cinnamon one. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I want something salty. salty. <laughs> Sweet and savory. So, so then I started with the salty one. And before, before oh. I knew, they were both gone. I ate them both. 
Oh, we have boundary <sighs> issues. Okay, so this is how the, the, Sorry, the doctors Lord. would say to handle that situation. What would they say? In my case, they would say, prepare ahead of time. Bring it with you. You knew you were going to be out. And, and and that's true. I knew I was going to be out. I didn't bring a lunch with me. And I know how I, I know how I crash when I'm hungry. Right. And I know how I gorge. And so I should know prepare and ahead. prepare. And with you... You should have gone with an empty wallet. Also, not I would just, have borrowed the money. I was just going to say, but not only that, with um, in preparation of, okay, it's a concession stand. You know there's going to be Stuff. temptation there. Yeah. And, and there always is leftovers or, you know, hey, well, it's intermission. Let's right. eat. So that's how we and should handle it. And honestly, when I said it's... <laughs> said it out loud for Wendy and Nancy, our friends. It's for Adam and Ron. <laughs> <laughs> and the lady the lady was giving out free ones, so I bought those two. Yeah. But then she had extra like that she could give away for free. And she goes, Well, do you want an extra one for you? And I'm like, Oh no, not, <laughs> not, not, not for me. No. I don't I don't eat these fat toys. I, I I eat greens. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh no. Oh what? <laughs> Disgusting. Look at all that grease and salt. Oh, carbs. <laughs> oh. All that bread. Oh, do you think I am a sinner? Jeez. And then you're in the car. <laughs> oh, forget Adam and Ron. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need it. Oh, gosh. I sometimes, my thing is, is I'll sometimes be like, oh. So, in fact, I just did it the other night. Last night, we I made I made a really nutritious yeah. soup. Mm. Oh, it was loaded with nutrients. It was really good. And I was like, hmm, there's nothing, like, carb-like. We have to have something. And I bought, yeah. I never buy these, but I bought garlic knots from Aldi. Oh, yeah, those are good. <sighs> I didn't realize how many were in the bag. Uh-huh. So we sit down for dinner, and Kenny, I grabbed one, gave one to my mom, and Kenny grabbed two. And, okay, that's fine. And then uh, afterward, he goes up for more. And I was like, oh, I thought you were trying to, to watch your carbs. Yeah. And anyway, so he comes back with two more. Well, I took half of one of his, and I said, this is to save you. This is to save you from having. <laughs> and so I'm saving you. By taking half of it. Right. It's just, it's. It, I'm going to help you. Right. With your boundaries. Mm, boy. <laughs> Lord, help us. I'm sorry, Lord. Oh, man. But next time, I will not bring home the pretzels. Mm. I will not, like, do what I did okay. with the McDonald's. All right. Oh, we, I totally we, lost my place. And it's It's time to go. That's okay. Darn. <laughs> Listen. A quarter through this. <clears throat> we will have a part two yeah. because this, uh, this is just the way we got to do it. Yeah, and this besides, is a big issue. Uh, did you it, hear that crackling again? I did. Oh, I hope that's not something that we need to work on. It sounds like something? a loose connection. Uh, well, we'll have to have all of our wires. Is it over there? I think it is. I think it is too. I don't know. Okay. okay. Well, we'll check that. All right. All right, friends. Listen, we're gonna. 
have part two, so come back. Mm -hmm. I know it's going to be a week in between because you're going to listen to this one, and then there's going to be part two. So I'm going to give you the verse now, and then we'll give it to you again in part two. The scripture verse that we had planned for today is Proverbs 4.23. It says this, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. So even though Catherine and I were having a good chuckle about the McDonald's and the pretzels, we recognize that God has put boundaries on yeah. our physical bodies in terms of food. Mm-hmm. And we need to obey those boundaries in order to have the best health that we can possibly have to be on this earth to do his will for as long as we can. And so while we laugh about it and we had a good time about it, we do recognize that we need to guard our heart when it comes to I want this and I want it now type Definitely. Of, type of mental thinking. And we don't take it lightly. No. Uh, it, just because we laugh about it doesn't mean we don't, you know, it's just, it's just a release. It is. You know, because it's a reality and it's a struggle and um, we want to conquer it. Yeah, and, and we're, we are. And we're confessing it on our podcast. Thank you very much. Hello. And we confessed it to the Lord. So now we're, we're all good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine, and your call to action is to stay tuned for yep. the next Come episode. Come back next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.